0: Hello and welcome to the Hespect MMA Podcast, where we cover MMA's hottest headlines, fight card bouts, fighter drama, discuss fight predictions, media giants, and basically all things MMA-related. Made by fans, for the fans. This is your host Hespectful Keith, and I'd love for you to come and join me here, often visited by a special guest and best friend of mine, codenamed Throblo, as we share our memories, takes, and opinions on the frequently changing landscape that is MMA. Now, without further ado, let's MMA and chill. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Okay, there, that's... Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. It's uh, no static or anything.
0: Okay, awesome. Okay, we can just do this.
1: Yeah, I mean, this kind of sounds like uh, just talking through a phone.
2: (laughs) All right, good stuff. Can I make this louder? It's okay, we can make do. All right, man. All right, we good? We going? Yeah, Yeah, we're good. All right, man. Let me just pull this shit up here.
0: Uh, How's your... uh, How's the uh, week been? There was a week uh, where there was no UFC fights. I mean, there was fights, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, that one took me by surprise. I thought uh, this card was last week. I was about mm-hmm. to start inviting people over, and I just got burned hard when I saw... <laughs> I'd have to wait another week for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, I guess there's a misunderstanding there, because when I was texting about it, I was like, no, no, it's cool. Like, uh, We we can do the pod next week. Yeah, no rush. <laughs> yeah, I...
1: I was like, are you sure? That seems weird to do uh, predictions and shit after the card. <laughs>
2: yeah. Alright, that's all good. That's all good, though. Um, y'all do anything for end of the day or the of July? Not really. Or no, I guess. <laughs> no. I, don't think good, me neither. I think we just. We just went shopping. Yeah. Just boss shit for the baby.
0: That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for anyone that follows my page, you know I I posted a meme of uh Anderson Silva and it says my life as an MMA fan. It's normal. It's normal. not so glamorous. <laughs> we talk about exciting stuff, freaking MMA. All uh right. yeah, UFC two two sixty four. We're gonna get into that. Um but of course the last card, Ghani versus Alexander Volkov. Oh that yeah, that was a pretty good card. Yeah, that one was good really... finishers on there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good card. I had to rewatch it uh, a little bit after, but
2: I mean, some good shit. Yeah, you got any uh, highlights you want to talk about yourself?
1: Um, OSP, you got. Uh... <laughs> knocked out pretty good
0: <laughs> poor osp man
1: yeah so many people were uh he, he kind of caught a knee right as he was kind of like uh standing up
3: mm-hmm, and got bombed
1: out there. yeah I, I was really hoping he'd make a comeback of some kind
0: did you hear about the uh controversy where Bowser was putting or he may have grabbed the fence but no there's a oh excuse me sorry there's a uh, pictures and if you look closely he just Posts his hand on the fence. He never grabbed it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. But, I mean, at the most, it would go to no contest, right? Even if he did?
0: hmm yeah. Well, I'm happy for Bozer, man. Canadian pride right there. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. We have a city in Manitoba called Bozer. I mean, spelled different.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he knows...
1: Uh, probably, I mean the, <laughs> the way you spell it is so much worse. I think it's like B E A U S J O U R. Beauze, yeah, it's
0: super French. Holy shit! Oh yeah, good on him. Good on him. We'll, uh, we'll revisit his match with the uh, same crew. I mean, we pretty much went over, but whatever. What's we'll by it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you happen to see Kennedy? Uh... And I have trouble with this guy's last name. Zichuku? Kennedy Zichuku, I think. The African Savage. Is that his, uh, his name? Yeah, Kennedy Zichuku or something. Yeah, And his uh, nickname oh, is yeah. the African Savage. That is actually
1: his uh, his nickname. Okay, cool,
0: cool. Yeah, so he fought and defeated uh, Danilo Marquez. Uh would him in the third round got controlled for like two rounds. Uh then Dan- Danilo Marquez, you know, he's good with the grappling. Tries to kabib it out, but uh yeah just after that I I guess he was kinda gassed so Kennedy uh put put the uh pressure on him and overwhelmed him. Got oh, the yeah. ref stoppage.
1: That was one of the earlier fights, right?
0: Yeah uh the top of the prelims just before the main card.
1: Yeah, let me just look up a little quick video of what these two guys look like in the cage. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm remembering this now. Oh
2: yeah,
1: okay, yeah. It ended up. Uh, it ended with like a, what? Just like a barrage, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: He was, uh, you know, he tried his best to survive, but Kennedy just turned it up at the right time. Yeah, you know, he was yeah. Uh, a bit on a bit of a streak before Kennedy stopped him for four wins in the uh, coming into the match with Kennedy, and uh, he had some. I think he just came off that submission. With Mike oh, yeah. Rodriguez,
2: that was a good one. Yeah, good on him, man. Uh, Kennedy just survived and uh, turned it around. Nice. Nice. Yeah, man, those are always good ones when someone looks like uh,
1: they're out, yeah, they're out of it. I remember one time, uh, B up, we were watching a Steelers game, and uh, it was like a big one. And uh, B Pop mm-hmm. like, "No, I don't even want to watch because they were losing," and he wanted to <laughs> stop watching. And me yeah, and I. Yeah what? Why? You can't just cut it out for the last five minutes because you're not winning.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. Did
0: they turn it around, or?
1: No. no
3: they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it like fight, a...
1: It's funny how, like, uh, if you, if you turn away, right, you're never going to see the crazy times when they actually do.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, what was that fight where he, uh... You got caught in the bathroom and then we saw a crazy. Oh yeah, thing. that was uh
1: <laughs> Hendrix Lawler when when we were waiting for the decision, right? And then
2: yeah,
1: uh, and knew, and we're we're all like jumping and screaming as loud <laughs> as we can. We just hear the door knock <laughs> jiggling like
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knob locked on him.
3: Yeah. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. <himself>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, man, that was so epic, man. Ro- Robbie got it back. I oh, thought the takedowns would uh, be the big points, but he reversed them, and he fired back.
1: Yeah. I mean, title yeah. run Robbie is probably one of the most entertaining series of fights from one person. in history.
2: Because, I mean, what if you had, you had
1: Hendrix, you had, uh, you had Condit, you had... La, La, uh, what's it called? McDonald?
2: Yeah. Holy oh shit. Man, right there.
0: What a run. Yeah, I know. Not a fucking run.
1: What a story, too. He was there when he was young and got cut.
0: Yeah, surprisingly, now that we're talking about him, I don't know if you heard, but apparently Dana said they're working on him and uh, Diaz for a rematch. Nick or Nate? Oh, Nick. Oh, shit. That would be crazy to return. Yeah, that would be awesome for both of them. They're, They're aiming for November, but I don't know, man. It's hard with Nick, but I hope so. You know, it's just hard. Hard to trust that guy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if if the, that one went through, I'd be down.
0: Mhm. Yeah, frick. I would like to see, like, they're both like it's been such a long time, you know. It's always interesting, those storylines, even with the uh, McGregor and Fourier before the trilogy that's that rematch, yeah, you know, everyone was counting Dustin out, or most people counted Dustin out, some people knew. But Dustin was capable of, and there's the others like me. I was questioning it, like you know, you know, I don't know. Connor's so good, but Dustin, man, he's he's looks so good too. And yeah. I gave it to Connor though, and that, and, and yeah, Dustin finished
2: good yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one's that was a tough call, even with the the rematch on Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. They're they're just they they're both. The elite, right? They can, they have their way to finish the other person. It's just who can do it. Yeah, exactly. Who can do it their way?
1: God damn, that's going to be solid.
0: Yeah, man, can't wait. Um, but yeah, uh, into the main card from uh, Ganevokov. Uh, did you see the scrap between uh, Means and Nicholas Dalby?
1: Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Tim Means put on a hell of a fight.
0: Hell yeah, I love that shit. Good shit, good shit.
1: Yeah, very well rounded, mixed in everything. Solid
0: mm-hmm. performance. Yeah, he, he, uh, he mentioned that him and his camp have been trying to like, you know, even at his age, he's he's uh, adding some wrestling chops to his game. You know, rounding out the uh, the skill set. Showed it uh, on that night, man. Awesome. I love Tim.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely like to see him on the card. Put together yeah, a decent yeah. win streak too, three now.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, who knows? It's hard to say it's a late prime, but sometimes it sticks, man. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's see where it takes him. All right, um, now oh, we yeah. breeze think, past uh, the eye poke. <laughs> hmm?
1: Oh, I said we'll uh, breeze past the eye poke.
2: Oh, yeah, the eye poke.
0: Did you, <laughs> did you see that match, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, was, he, it was pretty good, man. It was looking good. Have been so much more. <laughs> I was yeah. So well. So, so what do you like? There was memes, but you know, I, I think maybe, it was real. I think maybe I don't know. How do you feel about Pineda? Like, couldn't open his eye. Herb called it off before the five minutes was up. The rest, yeah, well, he couldn't uh... do the eye test correctly.
1: Yeah, the uh, the fact that he called it before the five minutes are up is a little weird. I've never seen a ref do that. Without the doctor mm. being the one to say it.
0: Yeah. So kinda weird. And he wanted to go still. He was saying, like, no, I'm good. But then he failed the eye test, so
2: Oh yeah, I, I guess know. that's a mixture it is. of
0: shit. Yeah, I feel it, he looked good. Uh, yeah, he that guy keeps trying to talk about trying to make his title run.
2: Good luck to him. Yeah. Too bad nice uh, that there was a no contest though. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, yeah, we'll skim over uh, Mr. V- Timur Valiev
0: getting the majority decision on Rowney uh, Barcelos.
1: Oh, yeah. That was, uh...
0: yeah. I think I missed that one. I'm not sure what I was doing. Maybe I was tending to the kid. But uh, yeah, I didn't see that one. <laughs> Do you see that one?
1: Um, not coming to memory. Maybe it was a big wrestling match. (laughs) Why I don't remember.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, after that, Co Main back to uh, OSP there. Yeah, uh, that puts him at 0 2 at heavyweight, eh? I think his first match, uh, yeah. uh, Jeez, man, why would you fight Ben Rothwell for your heavyweight debut? You know? Coming yeah, up from a... light like, heavyweight. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> Who's that for OSP? OSP for his uh, heavyweight uh, debut. or de- debut, uh, He uh, fought Ben Rothwell. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tall order. Yeah. For, for a small heavyweight. Jeez.
1: Yeah, you, you picked the biggest guy there?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not like he's just like big and he's he can fight man he's got yeah. awkward boxing <laughs>
1: he's super awkward but you know he he can definitely fight yeah
0: man.
1: that was a bad pick bad pick
0: <laughs> yeah so i don't know should osp start stay at light heavyweight like what's going on here why does he keep venturing up is he tired of cutting weight he is a thick boy like people were gassing up they they had the osp you know th- thick thick body thick Sick peach memes, you know?
3: Yeah. Like... <laughs> I don't
1: know. Maybe he's just fighting to fight now. Maybe the title aspirations are gone and he's kind of just doing his job.
3: All and
1: right. Heavyweight right. is easier than light heavyweight, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And I wonder if there's like uh, it, I wonder if it's written in the contract that, you know, if you take a heavyweight fight, you get it. You get a little bit paid more on the side, you know, because those are di- more dangerous fights. Usually yeah, the no, are the paid more.
1: Plus it's the the biggest division, right? People want to see that?
0: hmm Yeah. They love the big boys.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, second match, Bowser. Basically, just like a smaller and faster Canadian version of Ben. <laughs> 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 Didn't work out for him either.
1: No, no. Good for uh, good for him, though.
0: Yeah, I'm happy for Bozer. Yeah, he snapped his uh, two loss, kid. His last uh, loss. I think it was just like two weeks before that, right? Didn't he fight on like. He fought yeah, on 5th. the 5th and then on the 26th, 11 days later. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Lost to Eler Latifi. I think, yeah, I think that one was uh, a tough a tough fight. Latifi just edged it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, Latifi hasn't been doing very well lately, but he's, uh... I always thought he was going to do more than he ended up doing.
0: hmm Yeah, I thought maybe he'd make it to the title at least, but, uh... Yeah. Just not able to put the pieces together.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh... His wrestling was a little obvious. Like, you knew as soon as he made the move that he was going for it.
2: Yeah.
0: Man, that KO that Bader did before he pieced out.
1: Yeah, the, the oh. knee to rock his head back, that was bad. Yeah,
0: and then his arms, like, still closed that is, as he was falling back because his body was on autopilot. He's still trying to take Ryan down. Yeah. You know, he was falling down. I'll do his specs. Yeah, that's, that's a brutal one. <laughs> like like it's like a, a pincer like falling over, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'll respect.
2: <laughs> Take him down. Uh, uh,
0: for the sake of recency bias, would you like to put Bozer up against uh, the winner of these two fight uh, the two heavyweights this weekend, Ty uh, Boss and Greg Hardy?
1: Uh, yeah, I'd I'd be interested in that. Yeah,
0: who'd
3: you want?
1: Vision looks like here. I want uh, T- Tui Vasa to win.
0: Yes, me too. And yeah. uh, I'm sure, everybody knows why. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, secret, but no, that'd be a good scrap, man. Both those guys like throw hands, man. Them, them heavyweights, they're starting to get pretty fast, eh? Scary, yeah.
1: Yeah, goddamn! Everyone's, you know, getting lean instead yeah. of just going in there with the uh, the gut and throwing that weight weight around.
0: <laughs> Roy Nelson, shout out! <laughs> yeah, big country. <laughs>
2: oh shit! No, but yeah, uh, the main event there: Cheryl Gani. Oh yeah, beating uh,
0: Alexander Volkov. Yeah, man,
2: Gani, man.
0: I'm been uh, following this guy since uh, before he fought Roger Souza. Do you remember when I had that M- MMA main event page?
1: Yeah, I think I yeah. remember hearing about him way back then.
0: Yeah, like I covered him, and I was like, "Man, this guy doesn't have a lot of MMA experience. Not even a lot of kickboxing experience, like compared to Rosenstrike, who he beat. But uh, he just just seems to." Just seems to have the fight IQ for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely, you know,
2: uh, showed it in the Volkov fight. He was he basically outpointed him everywhere.
3: Mhm.
2: Yeah, his, his he was the faster guy. He he got his jab off a lot faster.
0: You'd think, like a guy Alexander Volkov's size, he you know that guy is the guy that gets to dictate the the pace and the range of the fight being as big as he is, but Gane man, he's something else.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's definitely got the IQ. You know that uh,
2: that doesn't come around very often. Mm-hmm. Good shit, man. Good shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He did eat some shots, and. Mm-hmm.
1: It's oh, it only takes one, right, from Derek Lewis.
2: Yeah,
1: so one of those one of those fights where you literally have to fight a perfect fight for twenty five minutes.
0: Yeah, so they they're scheduled for the interim. Little bit of drama there. Fans are confused. Yeah, Ganu just like you know he was he was just trying to hash shit out with his uh contract and pay and and scheduling. So he's only had the belt for like a few months and uh. I don't know. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah I love sure. the
0: matchup, but the, uh, the circumstances are quite confusing.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at the uh, the entire fight card, I mean, they have Nunez and Pena on that card. That's, that's an actual title fight.
2: Oh, really?
1: Headline the fight. Like, Amanda Nunez is the greatest female yeah. fighter of all time. You, you'd think oh, they. That's the middle finger, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, they're not even. They're not even being subtle about it either. It's like a big middle finger to Nganu and a big middle finger
2: to Nunez. Like it, They're basically telling her she can't lead a pay-per-view. Yeah. I wonder if she has
0: something to say. No one's asked her yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't heard anything about that. But I mean, I'd be completely fine. Actually, I'd be more fine with what what's happening now if it was a Nunez-Pena card and Luis-Ngane and with a co-main.
0: Yeah, I would like that. Nunez uh, deserves main event slash Freaking most dominant female champion going on right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of confusing. And I mean, Kinda
1: the card is pretty solid too, right? You have Aldo and Munoz. That's going to be solid. I definitely want to mm-hmm. see Kiesa and Luke because they're both in a position to be like one or two away from a title shot.
0: Ooh, that's that a... Yeah, that's a heavy one. You got Kiesa. He's obviously gonna try and strangle him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean his hands yeah, have been Luke, getting better, but up. I I don't think he he can stand with you know the top of the division.
0: Yeah, Luke, man, he's a freaking yeah, great definitely. boxer, <laughs> great chin. God, yeah, love that, love seeing that guy
2: fight.
1: Yeah, I would definitely want to see both of those guys move on. It's gonna suck to to have one of them have to rework their way up. Mm-hmm. And then you no, are have... That's always
0: tough when you have that situation. Very yeah,
1: hard. Angela Hill. You know, I I always love seeing Angela Hill fight.
0: So going over to uh, some headlines right now. Uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission recently uh, said there won't be any more discipline for fighters uh, who smoke the cachis. Oh
1: yeah. The kushish. I, I wonder if they tag Nick in that
0: post just to piss him off. <laughs> I know it says right here too, just like, just so people know, the new policy begins Wednesday and is not retroactive to cases that have yet to be adjudicated. So, y'all got to still fight. (laughs) Everyone before the uh, change still has to fight for their case. Unfortunately, you are not exonerated.
2: (laughs) Nope, nope. It's been well over four (laughs) years, though. I want to. Yeah, uh... That's good though. Yeah, that's definitely
1: good. It must suck to people who just ate like a six month suspension in the last six months.
2: <laughs> right. Like people
0: with the most recent suspensions probably punching the air right now. Just like. Yeah. It's weird that they can't just exonerate people after that.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah,
1: I don't get that. It should be retroactive, at least to a certain point, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, what if someone got banned, like, a week ago, and it's, like, a six-month ban? Or, like, a two-year ban or something big like that? And it's, like, you guys knew you were going to make the decision, and you decided to ban me for two years anyway? I imagine there's got to be someone in that situation.
2: Well... Shit happens, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Right. so
0: I'm sure you've heard about uh, Sean O'Malley's replacement opponent. One, Chris uh, Moutino? Moutino? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up this guy's record. It's not the prettiest thing. A lot of people are saying UFC is trying to pad O'Malley's record. Have you uh, seen this guy at all?
2: Uh, Do you agree with the uh, bias? Uh, I I don't want to, you know, disrespect
1: this guy by saying he's, you know, unknown or anything like that. But I mean, if your debut and you're headlining a pay-per-view against a ranked opponent as a short notice fill-in, I mean, who's going to know who you are at that point, right? It just seems like, yeah, the most logical explanation is instead of one of the big name ranked guys who could beat O'Malley, they're trying to just give him some random. Because I mean, I yeah, I don't, man,
0: I, it's weird. There, there were a few guys that he called out that were calling him out, but apparently it was all like
2: scheduling nonsense. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, I mean. How long
1: ago was it? What was it, like eight, nine days notice when they announced it?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: Okay, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that's just weird, right? Because right now, where is... Let's check here. Sean O'Malley is sitting at... Oh, wait, he's not even on the rank board. Okay, okay. That's weird that he isn't. You'd think he would be with what? A few, a uh, few UFC wins already.
2: Well, yeah, I think he was trying to get at Cruz
0: at the very least, but no, he's still he's still punching around down there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's four and one in the UFC. It says here. No, mm-hmm. five and one. You'd think that would be enough, but I guess. Uh... When he lost to Marlon Vera, that was kind of his shot on the board?
2: Or he physically you know, lost um, mentally?
0: Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know who I'm pretty surprised about uh, being pretty far down the card? Um, Brad Tavares. He's, uh, he's on the early prelims of uh, UFC 264. He's going against one uh, Omari Akhmedov. Not sure I've seen this guy perform yet. Obviously Russian. Yeah. Don't need to look into it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> He's uh he's been a long time, long time name on the in the UFC. I mean, how far down is he? He's he's on the, the
2: early playoffs. prelims.
1: He's headlining the early prelims. No, no, no.
0: Is he headlining? Yeah, so. it
1: looks like there's three well, fights here.
0: Well, he's he's before. Jennifer, Maya, and Jessica I there.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that seems a little weird.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: seems like he'd have hey, more. Even... Maybe they want to put a name on the the undercards. That way, people will have more incentive to tune into all three instead of just the main event.
0: That's true. At this point, the bars does have his own sort of community that backs him. So. Yeah. But, yeah, kind of weird, I feel. I feel like he deserves to at least maybe be be beside a uh, Condit there, Condit and Griffin. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah,
1: that's definitely uh, a
0: good, I was, good one. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say even weird for Maya. Didn't Maya just come off uh, her title fight with Chevchenko, uh, and then they just like shove her down here? <laughs> yeah, all due respect.
1: They're just cycling the hell out of uh, the contenders to keep the names fresh. <laughs>
0: Poor Valentina, just send them all down the ladder. Yeah. Hey yeah, man, is there, uh, is there any word on her next opponent? Was there a
2: booking? I don't remember.
1: Uh, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. Didn't she just uh, just beat someone?
2: Oh, did she? Let's
1: look
0: into yeah.
2: it. Miss Jennifer Maya beat
0: anyone recently? You know, she kind of bullied Valentina up against the fence, but. Uh... Valentina, she figured it out. No, oh, yeah, she just, her last match was with Valentina.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think I remember her odds were like, i say it was like plus 600 or something. It was bad. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, never seen
2: anything seen
0: anything
2: like Andros? Oh, wait, yeah. so she
0: did fight someone else.
1: Yeah, that was uh, Shevchenko's uh, last opponent.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay. No, yeah, she, she. She did exactly what everyone
1: thought. Yeah. God damn!
2: Oh, sorry, did I cut up?
1: No, no, you're good.
2: Yeah,
0: remember that fight, man? She, yeah. she, she just fought her the way you, you thought Andrade was going to get her. Yeah, just I mean, crazy. I was
1: so so confident in thinking Andrade was going to be a two division champion. <laughs>
0: yeah. You you see her knocking her out.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, fuck! I was, I was so wrong on this. <laughs> it's <was> literally like <laughs> opposite of what I thought.
0: I was just amazed too, man. I was like, yo, she's re- she really going in there? Like, she she doesn't remember what she did to Rose. Like, get out there, do what you're known yeah. for. People love to see you strike.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was a pretty solid finish, nonetheless, but. God damn!
0: Good shit, good shit. Um. So, uh. Oh, yes. I was asking. Did have you seen uh Akhmedev? Has he uh, has he fought anybody? Ah, uh, the only
1: fight I really remember is uh, when he fought Weidman. Okay, I've seen that. Weidman's fight before he broke his leg. Mm-hmm. That was one of Weidman's, you know, one of his better performances lately. Mainly because Perfect. he didn't get knocked out.
0: <laughs> Is that what got him the uh, fight with Hall?
1: Yeah, yeah, he came off two knockouts, uh, losses, and then, you know, basically just put on a traditional Chris Weidman performance. Mm-hmm. Right? Arredov just kind of didn't know what to do, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe not
1: didn't know what to do, but, you know, when Weidman's on, he's still one of the best, right? So it's hard to get past that.
0: Yeah, I should look into this guy. His last fight was a win over uh, Tom Breeze, so I'm trying chuck. As a win over Ian Hodge too. Sad Cummings, Tim Boach. Oh yeah. A draw that's... with Marvin Vittori. Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's solid. Not too bad. So, Definitely on the right path.
0: Pretty, pretty good resume for the last three years there. Um right. but yeah. Um guess let's dive into it, man. you think the DeVar you no, I don't know his fighting style, but I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to assume Akhmedov is a Sambo guy. There's uh, Tavares with his uh, improved takedown defense. The Hawaiian takedown defense! <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: You think uh, he's got enough? Oh my gosh, he's got, got a lot of experience too, this Akhmedov guy. How do you uh, see these guys matching
2: up? I
1: don't know. They're both 33. They're mm-hmm. both an inch away from each other in height. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know as much about Akhmedov as I do Tavares. Probably the same thing you're in, situation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with the heart here. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go. Split decision Tavares. <laughs> uh,
0: split decision. The infamous split decision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you ever seen this guy's actual name on Wikipedia? Brad Tavares? Bradley? Skypo Sarbita Tavares.
1: Oh Probably names.
0: like butchering it, but Yeah. No, he's truly Hawaiian. You know, for the longest time I just thought like thought maybe he was like Anthony Pattis, like just some Milwaukee guy. Oh yeah.
2: No. Yeah. Nope, he's he's Hawaiian. Yeah, man. so good hopefully uh
0: Tavares shows out there. Is, can he make a title run? Who knows. But um, hopefully the man's just getting paid, and hopefully he's happy. As yeah. for Akhmadov. Ak- Ak- I don't know. We'll, we'll see.
2: We'll see what what moves are made for these guys after. Yeah, it's a tough one to call. Definitely.
0: So yeah. uh, Jennifer Maya, coming off her uh, title loss to Valentina, showed some pretty strong grappling. Some. Pretty good fence work. Um, was able to hold Valentin a few a few times for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now she's gonna be going up against uh, Jessica I, who's also kind of been skating on thin ice for the most part of uh, the last two three years. Also lost to Shevchenko. I remember,s everyone remembers that head kick. God damn! Yeah. <laughs> <all due respect. laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, her last match was a loss to Calderwood. Calderwood, great striker. Then before that, Cavilo. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. How do you How do you see this one playing out? Who Who is squeaking by here to uh, uh, live another day?
1: I think uh, Maya just has too much momentum. Her grappling is too good, or at least, mm-hmm. uh, at least better than Eyes. I'm going to go with a uh, unanimous decision
2: for Maya. Yeah, I think she's going to be able to
0: uh, bully I as well. Uh, I, you know, she's. Even at flyweight, she's kind of uh, undersized, you know? Um, and I think uh, Maya. I haven't seen them stand beside each other yet, but I think she'll be the bully of the fight and uh, have her way with uh, Jessica I. so I'm, I'm thinking a unanimous decision as well
3: with Respect
0: yeah. to Jessica uh, didn't didn't she have a bare knuckle fight or am I thinking of someone else did they let her do that
1: no. Uh, no I think the only two crossovers from the UFC were Paige Van Zandt and who else was it I think uh, yeah that's the one
0: yeah, they're they fighting soon. Only fans. Battle of the OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone's, everyone's fans. saying.
1: Our only fans.
0: Are funny. they rematching?
1: They, they, they already fight?
0: They fought in the UFC. I, I believe Ostevich uh, won that match, if I'm not mistaken. So, nope, yeah, they, they are rematching. Um, page one. Page one?
1: Yeah, round two submission.
0: Oh, okay, there you go. So, okay yeah no, no submissions here. Imagine,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean uh I don't know. <clears throat> For that one, I mean last time Paige uh came out in the bare knuckle, she seemed uh kind of hesitant. You know, her opponent was always getting there first before. She didn't look as, you know, as fast as she did in her mm. more recent fights, Paige, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean She's got solid striking, but I mean, I I don't think her hands were her best asset. You know, she she had really good kicks. When you're able to in MMA, I think that was a big part of her game.
0: Yeah, I think she's she's pretty happy with the paycheck. So, I mean, if 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 that's what it is, I haven't watched it, obviously, but
2: um, it is uh it is a significant thing. For everybody's talking about it. Um I don't know. Well we'll
0: see. Uh if it's a good fight I'll uh I'll watch a replay. But uh yeah, well it's just uh we'll see them ladies. So hey hey, what if uh what if one of their freaking uh what if one if their freaking upgrades explode, man, like what do you do then? <laughs> like a TKO victory or <laughs> I don't know. I'll do respect, ladies. All right. (laughs) Anyways, moving on.
1: (laughs) I think I saw one of those things on. Remember that show on Spike TV, A Thousand Ways to Die?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, there was one of those ones where an implant did explode and someone died from it. Oh, my goodness.
0: But then again. Do you remember the details?
1: No, no, I I just vaguely remember that uh, the gist of it. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'll Google it later start watching that show again. Find <laughs> <Trying laughs> out of shit to watch everywhere
0: else. Did you ever see that uh, tweet or post where someone's like, I, I have finally watched everything there is to watch on YouTube or whatever.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was like, there's just no way. I beat Netflix. <laughs> I beat Netflix. Yeah, freaking uh what was that? I remember there was a Joe Rogan episode where they actually looked into like how many hours of content are being uploaded into Google and I think they said like uh was it three hundred or eight hundred? Might be three hundred. Three hundred hours a minute. Of content. Oh yeah. I think I it's heard just...
1: something about that too. <laughs>
0: it's just impossible man. You're never gonna make it. You're, no, never, gonna make it. You're never gonna make it. <laughs> Holy shit,
1: man. You gotta have Holy like shit. a wall of monitors just so you can watch, like, I don't know how much. You need at least 300 and one monitors, right? To get past everything <laughs> you need to watch being uploaded. Yeah, man.
0: 180
1: monitors or whatever? I
0: don't even know, yeah. Holy shit. That's insane. That's insane to know. Yeah. Like how? Just Jesus. <laughs>
1: that
2: is a lot of goddamn. Uh... A lot of goddamn fucking streaming. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Moving up though into the prelims. Ryan Hall, uh, have you heard anything? This guy's been having some rumblings about him. He's the one that uh, submitted b Penn in his last fight, I believe. He'll hook. Kind of did an MI roll. Pretty stylish.
1: Oh, nice. Darren Elkins. Yeah, have you heard of him? Fought Darren Elkins too. Yeah, Darren Elkins. No, I haven't really.
2: <clears throat> yeah, so he's BJ he's a very...
1: Don't pull as much weight as they used to. Yeah.
0: So you you can see his next wizard. He's, uh, he's a grappling ace. Guy uh, loves to submit. Uh, he's going up against uh, Ilya El Matador. Ilya El Matador. Um... Which is top Tapuria? <laughs> oh, he's butchered the shit. That guy's undefeated, right. though. He's uh, ten and zero, so that's very it's a very interesting. Maybe uh under the radar fight people need to watch out for.
1: Yeah, and he's already got two fights in the uh, in the UFC, so starting Come to build a name. KO
0: Damon Jackson looks good, shit, man. Looks deadly.
1: Yeah, it's always interesting to see. Uh to see fighters who lose their first pro fight and then go on to put together a monstrous win streak?
0: Yeah. It's just like, that's the only lesson they needed.
2: <laughs> yeah. A harsh one right at the very beginning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holy fuck. So there is a bit of a age gap discretion. Ilya is uh, 24. Ryan Hall, a bit advanced. I think he's about 36. Let's double check here. Yeah, 36. But, oh, yeah. you know, he's... uh. He's been successful. You yeah, yeah. How do you see this one playing out?
2: Um, I don't know if it's if it's entirely based on recent performances. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: they both uh, have faced uh, solid competition. I mean, Yusuf Zalal has been in the UFC for a bit. Damon Jackson. Then you have Elkins, Penn, Maynard, Lobov. Holy crap! That's a solid string of opponents.
0: Yeah, man. Both of them, honestly. uh,
1: There's a hiatus there. 2015, 16, and then 18, 19, and he's been out for two years.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe just sharpening the tools? Yeah, I mean... That's deadly.
1: (laughs) Maybe MMA isn't his his big gig. Maybe he's doing grappling stuff on the side. Who knows? Yeah. This fight's going to be explosive. Experienced. I'm thinking... I'm going to go with Hall by submission. Round two. Yeah, I
0: think so too. I think he's going to be the one to give uh, Ilya his hard lesson. Yeah. And then Ilya will go off on a tear again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hmm, I don't know. They both got grappling chops, but you know, Hall, he's slick with it. I think he'll go for a sub as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at uh, at 36, grappling wizard. You know, you uh, you got to do what you know. I mean, how old was Maya when he fought for the 170 belt? 39.
0: Yeah, he was pretty advanced
2: too. I don't remember, but he's always been the uh, the old wolf at the top there. Yeah. Good shit. Moving on from Damian Maya. Oh, he better. Has he retired yet?
1: No, I think uh, I remember hearing something about him having like one more fight on his on his uh, and he wants to he wants to. Doesn't want it to be like a ranked fight or anything like that specifically. He wants to just fight someone, you know, who will give the fans a good fight right before they go out.
2: Yeah, it's got to be special.
0: Good shit. All right, uh, moving on from there. Nico Price, this oddly uh, built fighter, the wide shoulders and long arms, and the, and the he's almost <laughs> like a robot or some shit, man. I don't know. Yeah. He's going up against Michelle Pereira. God damn. Yeah. That's... Go fight. No, sure.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a wild match right here.
0: Yeah, man. So, uh, not much to say. If you don't know these guys, go check them out. They both bring the heat and equal price. Uh, yeah, fights hard, fights to finish. Michelle Pereira, very dynamic, very uh, playful in the cage, but deadly as well. I don't know. Who's got the edge here, bro?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Pereira on this one. Pereira? Just because nice, uh, Nico Price nice. kind of hit the high level. Maybe not mm-hmm. you know, the top of the board, but his recent fights are Cerrone, Luke, Vic, Neil, Means, and he's been stumbling mm-hmm. on and off, right? Maybe... Oh, we lost to Vincent Luke twice. Ouch. Yeah, I mean it seems like he's having trouble getting there whereas Pereira seems like he's just putting stuff together. Got a little bit more momentum.
0: Yeah, and he's uh, if he's got his gas tank improving all the time, he's, he's going to continue to be uh, a threat to the division, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he's only 27 right, Pereira?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's, he's got, got, he's got of some damage over. to do. And he's his frame, man. We'll probably see that guy. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll try out. Um, ooh, excuse me.
2: Middleweight? Loss.
0: Yeah, middleweight. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, even at 27, he's already got a lot of fights, too. What, 36 mm-hmm. fights?
0: Still fights pretty crazy, too, my guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think I think he's just got a little bit more momentum, maybe a little more well-rounded.
0: Yeah, so I agree as well. Again, agreeing on a lot of these uh, matches here, so uh, I'll go with Michelle Pereira as well. But I think he'll go. I'm gonna go with the UD. Hmm. UD. I'm thinking UD as well. Nico is a hard out. It's hard to finish that guy. Yeah. Um. Luque, Jeff Neal, those guys are uh, obviously top contenders so i mean if if uh michelle can pull it off god they're gonna look at him a lot more
1: yeah so. i mean there's a lot to gain from either of these guys if they win nico price seems Good like shit. he needs to win right he's coming off a an overturned decision
0: mm-hmm. and anyone. with the hype that uh michelle has uh, you can steal that from him. isn't the decision that or the thing that was overturned because of his a positive THC test he's one of those guys that are going to have to fight it out in
2: court yeah, it's yeah horrible.
1: i, uh, <laughs> I heard uh, they uh that an interview just on IG today and he's just saying mm-hmm. like uh, whatever it's behind me now it doesn't matter anymore yeah fortunately yeah especially when uh, it's it's a name like Donald Cerrone, right? That's that's a fight you want on your record, even if it's a win or a loss, right?
0: Yeah, and that was a good fight, but there's a uh, point deductions as well. Yeah, good, oh, yeah. good hard fight. I uh, like that.
2: You get to see the old cowboy just scrap it out. Right. Yeah. Next one, Condit
1: and Griffin.
0: Go, man, Griffin! I follow him. Man, that guy posts a lot. He's pretty active on social media, even though he's training for Condit. Just hope he's not trying to knock him out. Condit has a good chance.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really hoping that uh, Condit can put together a solid win streak before he decides to retire.
2: Yeah, man.
0: It uh, it's a hard pickem for me, man.
1: Yeah, even if it doesn't end with a belt, I mean, always good to end on a high note. And like Max Griffin's been a. A favorite for a while now, too, right? So it's hard to pick one of these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Condit by submission. Round two. Oh, shit. Not that Griffin's ever been submitted, I don't think. But
2: Let's have a quick
0: peek. Max Payne Griffin. God, love that uh, nickname there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he up. looks like a tough out. He's been uh, TKO'd by Colby, surprisingly, in 2016. But
1: Colby, pillow what? hands, Covington? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Holy shit.
0: I wonder who's getting the title fight. I wonder who's getting the title fight. I
1: it's think uh, Dana wants uh, Colby and him and Usman to run it back, but I mean, if Thompson wins, I think that's a clear cut new contender.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of these two, though, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna go with the heart here, condit by UD. Seems Max Griffin struggles with these uh, higher level strikers. He, I mean, he, he lost the dis- split decision to Oliveira as the lost to Morono Alves. Uh, and I think Condit is certainly better than those guys in terms of stand up, but we'll see what yeah. kind of get uh, fight plays, up. but I'll go Condit yeah. UD.
1: I think this Condit, uh, comeback we're seeing right now. He's, <coughs> you know, he's going the Ar- Arlovsky right route. He's not trying to overpower anyone. Cause he, know, he knows he's, uh, you know, on the other side of the hill kind of,
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Not not over it, but you know, just just getting there. So he's just uh, using his intelligence and his experience, as opposed.
0: Yeah, I love to... how he he wrestled Matt Brown. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I mean. I think uh, I think he's just gonna come in with, you know, a solid game plan. You know, all the experience in the world you could want. I think uh, if something doesn't work, he's gonna switch it up and just be more versatile than Griffin.
2: Yeah,
0: I agree. Griffin, he's a marauder, but uh. You know, Condit's fought them before, and I, th- I think he still got it, so. Yeah. yeah hopefully, I that he cruises rest, uh, to a UD.
1: That rest did him good for those, what, two years or so that he was out?
0: Yeah, you know, maybe just self reflection on things that maybe he's doing too repetitively, or not improving upon, or needs to yeah. tighten up.
1: Oh, you know Whatever what?
0: Whatever it
1: was, problem. he did it. Hmm? Speaking of uh, layoffs and comebacks. I read today that Chad Mendes has the itch to come back.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've been reading that too. Should yeah. he go to 145 again? He's looking pretty big, yo.
1: Yeah. Could I he think, even uh, do
0: damage at lightweight? Fuck, man, lightweight's a shark tank. I don't know. He should stay at 145. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a good idea. <laughs>
1: but then when you actually think about the top five or even the top yeah. ten, like...
0: He's really gotta, undersized.
1: Gonna fight these really, really solid guys and they're like six taller yeah. than you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stay at 145. Yeah, that's uh I I will welcome that. Uh yeah. Let's go Chad Mendes. Who would you like to see him against?
1: Oh man, he has to get a ranked opponent on a comeback. He was like top five, maybe top ten when he left. Yeah. Dan Ige, he just came off a loss to uh, the Korean Zombie.
0: Ooh, and that'd be nice. That'd be a banger. Yeah.
1: I'd still, still yeah. like to see uh, Dan Ige get back into the win column.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I still think Jeez. he's a threat. Definitely a threat to anyone in that top 5 to 10 range.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, Josh, I'll, I'll welcome yeah. At, Like whoever they put him up against. So, I don't yeah.
1: think he'd fight Josh Emmett. Aren't they both at Alpha Male?
2: Uh, I th- no, isn't. Is he? Might be. I
1: think he is. Maybe right. it's just that type of fighter. I mean, physically, their build—Chad Mendez, Josh Emmett. Uh, <laughs> <you're> my favorite—they're <laughs> all, they're all shaped the same.
0: Yeah, man. They're—they're they're little uh freaking. They're little, uh... Those freaking metal slug trucks, man. Those tanks. Yeah. Just going down, barreling down, shooting missiles and shit. And as Dom said, they're very scrambly. Well, except for Emmett. He just wants to fucking lay his hand yeah. on your face.
1: <laughs> yeah, he wants to explode your
0: face. And, yeah, that's good shit. I don't know. We're going to patch in my, uh, brother soon here. So let's, uh, shoot up to the main event there. But, uh... First, let's go Sean O'Malley and his, uh... Is late replacement Chris? Probably what, like a TKO? TKO any round.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, maybe O'Malley in the second. He seems to like to warm up in the first.
2: Mm. Probably be something, to
1: feel it out. Yeah, something yeah. similar to Almeida.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
0: Try and sell another t-shirt with a logo on it. Try and get a certain finish.
2: Play with yeah, his food. True. Troll, troll, troll. (laughs) I
3: feel
1: bad for Almeida. He's. I mean, he's putting in so much work to, you know, climb up the division. He even took two years off when he's this young. Yeah. He just can't seem to put it together.
0: And I think O'Malley was probably just a bad matchup. That guy's big, long, dynamic. Yeah. A nightmare for a conventional fighter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've said it before, whenever I see Almeida fight, the main thing I try to look for is his head movement, right? Mm-hmm. Because right as soon yeah. as he... Uh, I forget who his first loss was specifically, but yeah, let me see. Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, and then Jimmy Rivera. Yeah, as soon as uh, he started losing, it was always because, you know, he ate shots just because he was hittable, right?
0: hmm
2: yeah. Uh, I mean, head
1: movement very hard to work into your game, but...
0: Yeah, his offense was uh, sick, but just never moving off the center line there. And uh, yeah. um, just getting hurt all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was throwing some good shots at uh, O'Malley, too. It mm-hmm. just never really worked out because, I mean, he was more hittable.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll skim over the uh, Irene Aldana. You know, I'll do respect, ladies, and Yanukuniskaya. Miss uh, Maretta right there. Tiago Santos' his wife. Uh, I, th- I think Kunitzkaya will take it. Uh, you want to throw in a yeah, quick pre- yeah. prediction there?
1: I'm thinking the same thing. That's what, uh, yeah. that's what I was going to say.
0: And then we've got the big boys, Tai Tuivasa. I think we're going to agree also that uh, he's probably going to KO Greg Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bam Bam is just a better fighter, I think.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'll go send the uh, email to my brother before we talk about Burns and Thompson right here there you are. he should be patching in soon but uh yeah this uh welterweight matchup uh damn thompson clawing his way up man what a fight yo
1: yeah man that's gonna be a hell of a fight i think uh i think thompson can get it done though
0: yeah man me too me too i think he's you know as as old as he is he's still fighting like he's young man
1: yeah, I mean he moves uh better, his gas tank is better than a lot of guys in their twenties right now.
0: hmm But uh before we throw down those predictions, let's pull up some notes I took here watching the uh embedded episodes on the UFC channel on YouTube. Uh Gilbert Burns brought in Raymond Daniels to help game plan against Wonderboy. Oh man. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Wonderboy and Rainy Dam- Raymond uh actually fought kick in kickboxing january of 2007
1: oh man that's a while um, back though
0: yeah <laughs> and wonder boy he uh he injured himself during the first round so daniel's won by tko but if you watch the clip it's just unfortunate he like stepped forward he steps forward and then uh kind of just i don't know i guess his knee blew out or something and he just rushes to the ground
1: oh man that
4: sucks Speaking of rush to the ground, I uh cut my 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 finger with a bread knife.
0: Oh no, you good man?
4: <laughs> and I was I was on my the verge of blacking
3: out.
4: Yeah, I was on the verge of blacking out. It was the first time I've ever seen like a like a, a cut that was not stopping. Oh, so uh, just press down as yeah, I just pressed down as much as I could and Christine um helped me uh just,
2: I guess patch uh... up.
1: Go outside and get a handful of dirt. You rub it in there,
4: let nature do its thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thinking that too. That
4: that was plan B. Plan A wasn't going to work.
0: How's it going, guys? Yeah, Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Uh, This is my brother, Rowan Bernardo, everybody. For anyone listening new, he was in uh, episode three talking at the aftermath of uh, Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor. Number two. So he's back for the trilogy. I'm gonna close it out. Good shit, and, uh, but,
4: uh, don't, uh, uh, for anybody who's listening, don't get thrown off if he calls me Kuya. That's the uh, Filipino term for elder, elder sibling. So
0: there you go. That's yes. my Kuya right there. Explanations.
4: <laughs> How's it going, Damon? How's the family? Good, man. Good. Is Just it weird? Good, uh, you know? Is is it is it weird to know that uh, Keith is a is a dad? <laughs>
1: No, no, it seems uh
0: shit, it's weird for me, bro.
4: Yeah, yeah it's weird <laughs> for him. Seems like yesterday we we're just uh playing some Smash and uh, all of a sudden uh our IEG family's starting to grow.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah man, I was just robbing banks the other week what happened. I don't know. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. People are moving, uh, right?
1: apparently Winston's in moving. Uh, DC. B.C.? Yeah. Oh, or shit. Calgary, one of the two.
0: You you heard of those uh breakdancing Olympics? They're going to bring it in uh 2024 or some shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then they took He's out trying boxing. trying to go for that. That makes sense.
0: They took out boxing? What?
1: Yeah, they took out boxing. What?
0: No, that's just confusing.
1: Yeah, I mean... Because of the problem, corruption? I, mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I imagine it's got to be... <laughs> yeah maybe the, <laughs> i don't know maybe people just didn't like it because they weren't fighting to knock each other out or win the fight it was all about points
2: but that's boxing
4: <laughs> Yeah,
2: especially olympic boxing
4: uh side note do, can you guys hear me on my on my, my airpods yeah we can
0: hear. yeah, yeah, I can hear yeah you. okay cool, good. Cool. good yeah so how are you kuya um got any updates for us and the listeners
4: uh, yeah, just, uh, just tried to, uh, cut a slice of lemon. Uh, and I was impatient with the current or the previous uh, knife that I used. So I tried to uh, go big. So I used a big ass bread knife and, uh, the, the, the lemon was kind of like three quarters way cut. So I had to really be a uh, master chef and, uh, I failed big time and, uh, it was, it was a pretty deep cut. It was almost like, uh, it was like, it, it looked like a mini waterfall that the blood, how, how the
0: blood was coming out.
4: Oh man! And I was like, and I was like, "Oh my god!"
0: You sure you didn't nick a vein or something?
4: I hope not. Uh, what should what what would what would be the symptoms if I nicked a vein on my index finger?
0: I
1: I don't know if a finger could bleed enough to make you have
4: to worry.
0: Yeah, but, sure. You already got pressure on it. Is this yeah. happening? Yeah, right
2: but,
4: now? No, I, it happened about like uh, one or two hours ago. And, have you ever uh, oh, noticed the bleeding time. stop? I I hope so. I covered it up. I pressed uh, really hard on the band. Well, uh, again, Christine helped me out. So I hope I pressed really hard on the band aid uh, to uh, to hopefully stop the bleeding. When I lifted it a little bit, uh, didn't seem like it was gushing out anymore. Uh, but maybe you know how you like rip on the Band-Aid and band aid and it's still not good. It starts to kind of like uh, I don't know discharge out. It was very 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 little discharge. Uh, but then we put uh, polysporin on it band aid. Uh, taped it up, and then I put a finger condom on as well. It seems okay. I think it just needs time to to close. But yeah, it was yeah. a pretty deep cut.
3: Yeah,
1: Jeez. I mean, as long as you're taking care of the in- infection side, you know, disinfecting and whatever.
4: Yeah, yeah, we pretty- uh, we rubbed it with because uh, I wanted it all in one shot. I didn't want to like like you know uh, tippy toe around it. So I was like, I was talking to my wife. I was like, hey, just have everything lined up. Well, uh, she brought out the the wipe. I was like, okay. Hey, quickly wipe it as fast as I can polysporin, band-aid, tape and then we'll just hope for the best oh
0: yeah uh, yeah it yeah. should be fine when I mean, mm-hmm. you think about the medieval days right? you get a sh- uh, sword to the shoulder and uh, you just walk it off you
2: know but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that's uh... Uh,
1: back in the day when you get a sword to the shoulder or an arrow to the arm or something you're basically dead
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> no super so, to section, so yeah polysporin
1: or anything <laughs> like that right <laughs>
0: But That's you funny. keep going, right? That's the thing. Those uh, soldiers just keep going anyways. <laughs> that
1: reminds me of that uh, Thousand Ways to Die show, another one. This guy conquered, mm-hmm. this Viking guy conquered uh, the enemy kingdom and he took <laughs> the king's head home with him. And while he was riding around town with it, you know, holding a bunch of heads, one of the heads bumped <laughs> his leg and the tooth yeah. on the head cut into his skin and infected his leg and he died.
0: Oh, Ooh. man. Just yeah. unfortunate.
1: Yeah, just like a little scratch too. So yeah, back in the day, you it's had no... like a, uh,
0: it's like like okay, lead bullets, yeah. right? Even if you got like a little bit of lead in you, you're done. Yeah, you're done. It's, it's just it's that's it. It's poisoned. No antidote for your treatment.
4: <laughs> but yeah, that's. Uh, I'll just say that as my update because uh, it was it was hard to think about anything else. Um, <laughs> it's it's a funny story to look back on now and. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
3: The backstory,
0: maybe
4: I'll
0: tell you guys another show. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. Yeah, so we were actually talking about the co-main of UFC 264 Uh uh, between welterweight elites. Gilbert Burns, this guy's a a thick tank of a Brazilian. Got that Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's a powerful uh, kickboxer. And he's facing against... uh, one of my favorite fighters, uh, Steven Wonderboy Thompson. He's just this, uh, karate master who, um, from America. And, uh, yeah, he's just like, like a real life superhero. You know, he, uh, he has a kid of like, or he has a kid. He has a karate school of like 800 kids. He teaches a karate class to them. Uh, raised by a blue collar father and, uh, yeah, just a super nice guy. Burns as well. He's a super nice guy, but uh, yeah, just a tank of a man. How are the promos
4: then for these two nice guys? Was it brutal? Or was it entertaining still?
0: Oh yeah, it's pretty good. You get to just see uh, Gilbert uh, spend time with his family, you know, as as normal as he is. It's always no, I'm funny about to like that. their
4: conference promos.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know if they yeah, I don't I don't know if they have a p- conference promo yet? I think on uh-huh. Thursday tomorrow. So
1: yeah, probably we'll closer to the event. They're not the main event, and they're definitely getting overshadowed, overshadowed by uh, Connor and Poirier. So
4: they're they're not getting as much promotion. I see. I see. Well, uh, let me let me ask you this, guys, as a casual fan. Then um, I, I don't know. Did we talk about like when two nice guys try to? do the promos in terms of like the conference when they have to talk like they have to smack talk each other Uh, i don't know if we talked about the last time but like okay so connor's obviously he has a knack for it uh -hmm. as nice as he is outside of uh mma but like when it's like like legit their their um their reputation is like man this guy's this is a nice guy i don't know if i can hear their little press conference thing uh how has that ever happened and uh how do you guys feel about it or how entertaining was it or lack thereof?
1: Uh, for me, I mean, I'd much rather they be, you know, respectful and just kind of answer the questions and not make it up a, a big, uh, you know, spectacle about the beef. Yeah. What annoys me the most is when it's, you know, painfully obvious that it's an act. You know, that they're trying <laughs> to be the next Conor mm. or they're
4: trying to yeah. play the bad boy. Or like a and, WWE uh, promo. It's like, yeah. you co- Come Sunday, like May sixteenth, I'm coming for yeah. your ass. Yeah. Oh, like one of those, okay.
1: Yeah, like Colby, it's it's painful how you know much of an act it is. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but,
0: Sometimes he you? like <laughs> rips over his own words. Uh what do
3: you mm-hmm. mean?
4: How, 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 like, what about you? Like what's your experience and how do you feel about like when two nice guys you can kinda tell like, yeah, the same for them. Let's let's just get them in the ring.
0: Yeah, I, I no, I, I like uh, respectfulness, but, I mean, man, it's hard not to be entertained by a clown sometimes, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when Chael was uh, in his heydays, hey just like you knew that he wrote something before he came to the uh, press conference, yeah. you know? I was like, oh, all right, I, I've got trombone-sized stones like John Holmes. I'm going to beat John Jones like shit like <laughs> It's funny, it's uh, it's uh, entertainment, but yeah, this guy like Colby just like trying too hard, tripping over his words. Hey Tyron Woodley, what is this? Your car out, yeah, just your car outside here? He's like, Oh, come on, man. Couldn't you take a second <laughs> take, you know? <laughs> now,
4: uh, I guess I'm sorry to interrupt but If you guys want to continue on to what you guys were talking about, my last question then would be. Uh, do you guys pay attention to much like if they do the press conference, they're trying to talk smack or whatever, and then there's like um, uh, there's feedback after like on social media. Oh yeah, he got him good on that one. That was a good joke. This one, this and that. Do you guys keep track of that kind of stuff?
1: Usually it's memes. If someone burns oh. someone, burns, you'll, you'll get a wave <laughs> of memes for, for a few days. <laughs> nice, nice.
4: I didn't even think
0: about that. That's yeah,
1: funny. that's how news yeah. travels in MMA. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the most most recent thing. The most recent thing was uh, Connor tweeted that uh, Poirier's wife had sent him a DM that he did Ah. not accept. (laughs) Wow! On Instagram, so uh, I guess nothing's off
4: limits when you're trying to promote a fight, then, eh?
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) As far as Connor and Poirier. The first time they fought, Connor was all in his face and it got inside Dustin's head. Uh That's a part of, he said, uh, you know, what affected the fight. The second time, Mm -hmm. Connor came with this really humble, you know, really respectful tone and he got rocked. So I think now he's trying to get in Poirier's head again.
3: Uh, Ah,
4: I see. Yeah, especially if this is potentially their final fight, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Connor is pretty well out of options if he doesn't win. I mean, he's won one fight in the last four years. And I think this would be like a what a three loss streak for him.
4: I is mean, he obviously- is he on a losing streak? I didn't know oh, that. No,
1: he's not. He uh, yeah. he lost to Poirier, and then in between Poirier and Con- or Khabib, it was a win over uh, against Cowboy.
4: But I mean, was that, bet- was that his fight coming back from the Mayweather fight?
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: What was that one okay? Okay, where you I think you got him like in the first round, right? Yeah, he did right. the shoulder
1: strikes. Oh the
4: shoulder oh, That was a
1: meme. Yeah that was a meme I remember that. Was that. A, that was one of those things. Yeah. I mean that was his only win dating back to twenty sixteen when he won the lightweight title. Jeez. So I mean okay. it's not like Connor's never gonna have options or never be the biggest draw again.
2: But yeah, yeah, that's his
1: true. title aspirations, he's legitimately gonna have to put together a win streak to get a title shot. There's no way Dane is gonna have him beat a level five to ten fighter and then jump past all these other guys.
4: Yeah, especially if everybody's been putting in their work and they're on winning streaks. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense.
0: Really, a pivotal kind of a point in Connor's career. Like, it, whether if he wins, he obviously will inject some new life into his uh, career. But right now, if he takes another L to Dustin, I think the only uh, match after that would probably be the Nate Diaz trilogy, and then maybe call it a call it a career.
3: Yeah, I don't
1: know. I mean, yeah. It's, it, all the chips are on the line because, like you said, it's only Diaz is the option left. There's no one else who would be a draw big enough. And mm-hmm. I mean, if he loses that, like if it plays out that he loses both of the biggest trilogies in UFC history,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: mean,
1: people, those losses right at the end of the career could overshadow the fact that he was a two division champion, right?
0: Yeah, first ever.
1: Yeah. First.
0: Yeah. But win or lose, you know, I I think if he loses to Poirier again, probably just Nate Diaz and then out, because it's just like, can't hang, man. If you can't can't beat Dustin, you're not going to get to the title, obviously.
1: (laughs) Maybe he'll fight that Paul loser and make $200 million in one night.
0: Oh, man, probably.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it.
0: Yeah, it's crazy shit, man. Um... But, uh, yeah, back to what you are saying, like, uh, yeah, it's entertainment. Uh, and and the, the press conferences, you know, I, I used to follow them religiously. And uh, it's hard now. Now you just see the highlights. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see if uh, that Connor will come back. Dustin, you know, he's obviously older now. He said himself, like, yeah, I, I think crazy Connor will come back and – You know, I'm at a place in my head where I don't even give a fuck, so it's not even going to do anything to me.
4: Yeah. He's built that skin over the years.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, Conor's excuse for the last fight was basically, I mean, the gist of it was that he wasn't even trying.
4: Yeah, that's what they all say when they lose it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) there's, there's more to it than that. Right, he was preparing for a boxing fight, and you know, oh, the oh, no, around the same
4: him. time he's preparing for Mayweather.
1: Yeah, no, no, um, this no, was pa- uh, more Yeah, he was supposed to fight Pacquiao. Oh, yeah,
3: okay, okay. The okay. reason
1: was, uh, oh, I'm, I was looking past Dustin, and I didn't respect him, and I came in with a boxing stance and didn't expect the leg kicks. You know, he's making all these reasons, and basically, what he was he saying is. was, I wasn't even trying.
4: Oh, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that too. That was a pit- oh, that would, that would have been trouble for Manny. Jesus. Oh no, I mean, um, for him to face Manny because
0: Manny is, he, he oh, yeah, would've, Manny would have smashed him. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it would have just been a paycheck for Conor. It was like oh, yeah, that's, exactly. that's, that's an opportunity to share uh, the ring with a boxing great. Get yeah, Mayweather. <laughs> Mayweather
4: uh intentionally milked it. Knowing that he could have yeah. like knocked him out in like the first round or something like that, Many will That's probably cool. try yeah. to knock him out in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so What's the uh, What's the Cole Maven? Well, who, who is it facing? You guys were talking about that matchup.
0: Well, well speaking of, just uh, to to keep uh, on that subject for a little longer, Mayweather. Did you hear about his last fight? <laughs> <laughs> is this the one with Logan Paul? Yeah.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, somebody made a good point about, I, I forgot who, I don't know if it was a, uh, a personality or somebody random on Twitter or, like, social media. They said it's basically due to the whole COVID thing. You know, like, maybe purists back then would not even allow this kind of fight. I think the first fight that really broke open the idea was the Mayweather versus Conor McGrady. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, years ago. Now you yeah. see all these, like, weird star celebrity exhibitions. Where you get uh, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., or even something like Lamar Odom versus whoever, and Nate, Nate Robinson, who's a basketball player, trying to take on Logan Paul or Jake Paul, oh, whoever it was. Crazy.
3: I oh, mean, crazy. people are
4: just feeding for entertainment right now, and maybe once it gets back to normal, uh, we go back to actual boxing. But at the same time, if you if you open the floodgates, this might be how it is moving forward.
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, like think a I, don't think fight. It's, I don't think it's just a temporary thing. I think, uh, you know, freak show fights for boxing is going to continue to be something big because you can fight in any other sport and not get paid millions and millions of dollars. And then you can fight once in boxing against the right opponent with the right promoters and make more in one fight than you did in a 20-year, 50-fight career in kickboxing mm-hmm. or MMA. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. As long as the, okay. the money is there, the promoters, the fighters, the the camps, everyone's going to be on board with it because you're getting, you know, literally tens to potentially hundreds more times than what you'd get for a regular fight.
4: That's a good point because um, I think Nate Robinson, as popular as he was with the uh, the basketball world, he said his followers just shot up the ranks Um when he did the... the I, was it with Jake Paul or Logan Paul? I don't
2: Logan.
4: even know. Logan, yeah,
2: so,
4: yeah, his followers just shot up the ranks as soon as he uh, fought Logan. And so people see that, other celebrities like, oh, okay. And then from there, even though he's known for the guy who gets knocked out, you see people that do like him, people that do want to follow him after, is probably making more sponsorships and more money ever
0: since the fight. Yeah. Oh, wait, who are we talk about again?
4: Uh, Nate Robinson. I don't know if you remember, uh, like a five foot nine dunker. Uh, he yeah, used no, no, no. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah he time. fought Paul. Oh, sorry, sorry, didn't mean to put that out there. It was Paul yeah. that he fought. The, I just want to annoying say, uh, one. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> the, Mayweather, the Mayweather-Paul fight. I uh, Paul when he was going for the finish, if that's what you can you know call it, looked like a high school kid, <laughs> just like <laughs> bombs at some other kid against the lockers. <laughs> yeah it, it no, no, it hurt. Hurt. It Yeah, boxer.
0: yeah it surprisingly a lot of people put money on uh mayweather by knockout i, I should have thrown something on there because i was like how how's mayweather gonna knock this guy out he's like 40 pounds heavier than him he might be yeah, the yeah. best boxer like best defensive boxer of the era but yeah that guy's a wrestler too those guys have like strong neck muscles yeah i was like no he's gonna probably just Decision. I mean, obviously, there was no fight winner announced. An or season, right. done, but yeah, it was just an exhibition. Yeah.
4: Um, I mean, yeah. He the the Logan Paul is he's probably close to his physical peak. Uh, he's also much younger than Mayweather. Um, it's it's highly it was highly unlikely that he's going to knock him out. Um, besides, I don't know. Even even if he wanted, to, I feel like Mayweather would have. Milked it as well, uh, just because of all the pay-per-view um, money that he could make. The longer the fight goes, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the money is what's going to keep the the whole, you know, big show fight type thing going.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially <laughs> yeah. when you compare it to what UFC fighters make, right?
4: Uh, oh, for sure, for sure. It's That's it's surprised Connor is even doing the whole if he, he's getting back into the octagon. I'm like. You made it, man. You don't have to put your body through any of that. But uh, I don't know how, how well how handsomely paid is he going? Is he being paid in a uh, MMA to for him to put his body through all that stuff? Like, are you guys cool that he is in the the art still?
0: No, yeah, it's yeah. it's purely ego for him, and uh, you know he's he's in a prime age to compete, yeah. and he can't compete
1: hill or anything. He's what
4: 12,
0: yeah. 32, 33? Yeah. Is he really only thirty three?
1: Yeah, he's the same yeah. age as you guys, 89. Oh
4: my God, we're the same age. I'm just a schmuck. <laughs> Jesus, come on, Connor. <laughs> oh no, 88. No, sorry. One year old. MMA, yeah, but still, that's wow, I didn't even know. I had no
0: idea. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't think many regular people should compare themselves to someone like McGregor, anyways. <laughs> that's no. true. That's true.
3: <laughs> no, a lot of people
0: are going to reach that. Right? It's like yeah. if we all started comparing ourselves to Elon Musk, right? Oh, fuck my life.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Um, sorry, I keep going backwards here, but uh, awesome. so uh, have you have you guys heard? Well, Damon obviously heard, but have you heard of a bare knuckle fighting championship?
4: Uh, I think my uh, sister-in-law's uh, boyfriend was mentioning it when we uh, celebrated Casey's 30th. Okay. Um, he, yeah, I think he, I think, wait, is, is it on the rise? He said something like it might, it's looking like it's on the rise, bare knuckle fighting? Kind of, yeah. Sort of? Kind of... It. Okay. Yes. Bare-
0: yeah, so oh, there's a matchup that went down there that uh, I don't even remember because when it was first announced, uh, do either of you know uh, an artist named Blueface?
4: Uh, yes, Sounds he's familiar.
0: the guy who's like, let me bust it down. Did it? Bust it down. Is that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's fighting literally like when it was announced. I didn't know this guy's name until I saw the official post from the promotion. And I already forgot it because of the ridiculousness of the announcement. It was Blueface versus Guy Who Steals Other People's TikToks. And it's just like this scrawny-looking version of... Uh, Tom Cruise, and and Blueface stole his glasses and he did nothing about it, and they're going to fight in BKFC, and it's just like, what is going on with the world? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty big uh, big way to get everything up there, right? People see that you're willing to put your physical body on the line for whatever reason, right? Who doesn't want to see someone they know you know, it's like celebrities. What if what if, uh, what if two, like, noteworthy celebrities decided, you know, we're going to fight and whatever, boxing match, bare knuckle. That would be ridiculous. Like, what if Terry <laughs> Crews decided he was going to fight Brad Pitt? <laughs>
3: like, oh, everyone in the world would turn I would watch it. Yeah. I would watch it. I would absolutely I'm so watch it. i would absolutely. of
0: myself. <laughs>
4: yeah. I, I need to see The Rock versus Vin Diesel because they had a little tension back then
0: yeah like that, that if that crazy. actually happened you know
1: how massive that would be
3: Yeah, anyone fighting
1: it. on that card would have like a massive upswing because like i had no idea like literally just no idea that nate robinson was fighting whatever paul it was
4: yeah it was pretty bad <laughs> like i guess because like nate robinson's he's he's like one of the best uh in shape like he's one of the best like Athletes in the world because he's just always mm-hmm. constantly in shape. He played football, played basketball, um, and he thought he could just take on uh, Logan Paul, uh, but Logan Paul was getting his reps in with boxing, and Nate was mm-hmm. kind of just going in uh, cold turkey. Yeah, uh, yeah, if yeah it had it been yeah. an MMA or like a wrestling match, then Nate would have taken him. But when you got such a disadvantage on the reach and and technique and power, yeah, he that's why he was done in the first round. Yeah, it was a really That's
0: big. Another, doctor. yeah. That's another suspect thing that uh, Jake Paul seems to be doing. He seems to be fighting smaller guys. Like isn't he almost the same size as his brother? Keeps fighting like welterweight yeah. dudes. He's gonna fight Tyron Woodley next. I don't know if you know Tyron Woodley, but uh, he's a former UFC champion. I think he'll finally get his what's coming for him, but uh, yeah, okay. I guess. I guess. Some credit for having the balls to step up to someone like that. Jesus Christ!
4: I
1: know <laughs> that's a uh, that's a big test.
4: <laughs> yeah, geez, I can imagine. That's uh, I mean, it's it's one of those. Well, I guess he's he might be taking a page out of Mayweather's book, right? Just pick your battles. Know know which ones that you kind of feel good about, and then uh, and, kind of go from death? there. But
2: sorry, go
4: ahead. Uh, how big is this guy? This 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 guy you guys talking about?
2: Five nine. Yeah.
4: Oh, he's five nine as
2: well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But he was he's, always he's... like
1: a, a ripped, jacked one seventy, right? Yeah. Five nine, 170. <laughs> yeah. So he could easily, you know, walk in 180, 185 and you know, be completely fine. He's probably about the same size as whatever Paul it is.
4: Yeah. How, yeah. how tall is uh, J- uh, Logan Paul? It looks much taller than five nine.
1: Probably is. I haven't. I've never mm-hmm. checked actually. Because it looked like he was hovering team.
4: over uh, Mayweather.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: Mayweather's only like five, six, five, seven, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know no, that. No, no. Uh, Jake's fighting Woodley. Logan just fought and, um, Mayweather. Then how how small is Manny? Because Mayweather's bigger than Manny. Isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ma- Ma- Manny's a pretty small
2: dude, too. The hell? Uh, what the fuck?
1: Logan Paul is 6'1"? <laughs>
2: Jeez. Logan. Oh, what about yeah, Jake? That, that sounds about right, yeah.
0: Yeah, Logan six, was big. They're Jake's six, a little six bigger than Woodley. Woodley. Yeah, yeah, in terms uh, of. Uh, height.
1: six, and then Logan is 6'1. So they're pretty goddamn uh, big.
4: Yeah, those are big motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, but yeah, coincidentally, uh, Woodley is training with Mayweather. Mayweather uh, said, you know what, let me help you. So that's interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who want to see these Paul guys get their get their ass handed.
2: (laughs) So have they just been
4: since starting this like weird journey with like entertainment fights like they have not lost yet or what?
0: Uh, Logan has lost his first two bouts and Jake has won his first three bouts.
4: Yeah, I think Jake
1: fought what Nate Robinson and then Askren. Yeah.
0: wasn't there someone else? Some YouTuber? Some yeah, YouTuber.
1: It's, uh, KSI, right?
0: Yeah, KSI. That was the first thing. I remember yeah. when that kind of generated buzz, I was like, what's going on here? Who is Jake? Who is KSI?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I always really? knew uh, those Pauls were the YouTube douches, right?
0: Yeah. Did something about, like, uh, well, apparently what really put him on the next level is They knowingly made fun of a dead body, apparently, that they found at a pier.
1: Yeah, no, I remember he was uh, in Japan, and there's this place that's Mm -hmm. uh, nicknamed the Suicide Forest because of how many people go there to commit suicide. And they they actually went there and found an actual dead body that had been there for a little while and just hadn't been found yet. And instead of doing what any rational person would do, they decided to record their video make their jokes, you know, show the body in the video and everything, some random dead guy, and then they went and called the authorities and whatever, and then they posted their video, as if they so were using dumb. this dead guy's body as a prop for their YouTube page. Oh my god, that's
4: fucking sick. Yeah,
3: yeah and then he tried so to play sick. it off
1: as, you know, we wanted to bring issues to light, and we wanted to show the reality of the situation, and he just YouTube-douched the hell out of it.
4: Yeah... That's the surf And that's what got him a fight with Mayweather. Yeah,
1: to it basically. I mean <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, I think there was another time where they put like a massive air horn that's supposed to be used on like oil tankers and shit to alert the dock when you're approaching in their car. Yeah. And they oh, were honking yeah. at people from a few feet away and people were like getting ear damage and shit like that. And then there was like a lawsuit against him. I never heard Jesus. the outcome of that. I know about that one. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of stuff he did for his YouTube page, right? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
4: isn't his... uh, Okay, I heard something... Somebody's got... Was it one of them or both of them got their YouTube page taken down because of all that crazy shit? I don't
1: know. I don't pay enough attention. These are just kind of like the highlight ones that you hear... Through the interweb whenever they happen yeah, yeah i don't really
0: I pay, don't attention pay attention to them either
1: that's crazy though oh my god just know that them by
0: association. <laughs>
1: yeah that's why they've uh they basically go by the the term internet douche <laughs>
4: <laughs> nice that's awesome but yeah no well yeah now i don't blame the majority of people like fucking want to take them down but that's just the—that's the definition of like white entitlement, white privilege. Like anybody of uh, like minority tries something like that, we fucking get axed. Jesus, yeah. that's dark yeah. shit right there, man.
2: <laughs> all right, uh, but yeah, going
0: back to the co-main. <laughs> yeah,
2: we, yeah, that was a that was hell of a tangent
0: there. That's awesome. <laughs> went down oh, a no. dirt road got lost. <laughs> that's all good. That's all good. Oh, uh, but he yeah, we were talking
4: with, about... Uh, oh, sorry,
2: go
0: ahead. Uh, yeah, following the rabbit hole, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck
2: is going on in the world right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were uh, we were talking Gilbert Burns and Stephen Thompson. Uh, I don't know if you remember me describing them, Kuya, but uh, yeah, Damon, uh, yeah, these guys are going to throw down. Uh, I wanted to say... Yeah, Gilbert, he's training with Raymond Daniels. That guy's a fantastic kickboxer as well. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Have you watched the Embedded episodes?
1: No, no, I haven't.
0: Yeah, so it's... I mean, obviously, they want to make it look intense, but his training is like... They're really uh, trying to game plan to make Wonderboy uncomfortable, you know? Like, uh, not be still don't back up in a straight line when you go towards him travel in like x's and stuff yeah it's it's pretty crazy he's like working with the the ufc uh performance institute and some wow. gym called the ihc that does fight simulation training using weights and stuff and it's just uh holy shit
1: man <laughs> next level to up his game right
0: yeah, it's almost like uh, Francis Ngannou when he started going to the Performance Institute. Gary shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he's putting in the resources to, you know, get better. And I mean, it's probably because, uh, you know, he hit that wall, right? He hit that uh, Usman and, you know, felt what he needs to be to get to the title, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So he's probably almost putting everything
1: on the line. Yeah. He's got to be putting everything on the line. I mean, it's, it's hard, to, hard to call between these two.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm so uh kuya uh taking burns and uh stephen thompson so burns he's a he's a little tank of a man uh he's a heavy grappler uh dangerous striker but not as good as thompson who is a karate master and has awesome uh defensive wrestling uh for you as a casual fan listening to that how, how how do you uh see it playing out
4: well, you guys know me. Uh, I'll refer back to um, uh, to Smash or even just sm- uh, like pro sports in general. I feel like uh, from my experience anyway, defense wins championships. Um, mm-hmm. My defense is not as strong to fend you guys off in Smash, but just say if we're facing like strangers, I feel like I like my chances. But even like in, in pro sports like basketball or football, especially in recent memory, defense is always kind of a conquered. So I would say who's ever taking that path, uh, I would say has the edge. That's just me though as a casual fan, um, even thinking about Mayweather, you know, just being patient, waiting for an opening, even if, it, if you throw less, um, even if your offense is compromised because your defense is essentially your offense, right? So... Uh, I would say who's, who's ever the more defensive minded guy um, uh, that they would have the edge.
2: That's an interesting
1: no. uh, take. I don't, yeah. uh, I personally don't think that that translates
4: very well into MMA.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Too sport. random.
4: Yeah. I that, mean, that, would because... it, that would definitely have been my follow up. Like, does that, yeah, like, yeah, what about MMA? Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, because there's so many different areas, right? There's not mm-hmm. just on offense or defense. It's not like there's one person who's designated offense. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, uh, you know, your physical and mental will dictate who's in the offense
3: because like Stephen Thompson, as a
1: karate master, he has great movement, right? He has great, uh, takedown defense. And as a wrestler, he's Gilbert Burns is going to be trying to take him down or at least trying to make him uncomfortable. So uh-huh. it's kind of a battle of, you know, am I going to show this guy that he can't take me down and make him readjust? Or is he going to take me down and make me readjust, right?
4: Is it more, so, more so like who can impose It's like moment
1: their... to moment. Yeah, it's basically imposing their will, right? Okay, I see. Their so team. that's basically how it is
4: like with... with uh... I know it sounds cliche, but you guys know what I mean. Like, okay, let me, let me see if he maybe backs, not backs down, but maybe gives in a little bit if I can take him down or maybe I'll keep him on his feet or whatever like that. So things like that are, are very crucial when it comes to um, your approach to a fighter. Yeah,
1: yeah, and at the highest level, fighters are so well-rounded in every aspect, right? They may specialize in one area, but usually, you know, when you're nearing the title, everyone has grappling, everyone has striking, everyone, you know, is able to execute a game plan. It's just kind of difficult to actually see whose skill set is
4: going to beat whose. Okay, Okay, fair enough, yeah.
2: Uh, who uh, are you guys
4: going for? Like, like, what's? I don't know if you guys make your official pick now or a little bit later.
0: No, no, no. We, we can do it then. Like for what you were saying, though. Like, uh, well, all all that being said, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't apply to every situation, but I, I think it would apply here because yeah. Thompson is uh he, he's a defensive master. Yeah, he's got really good movement. Uh, he's long, rangy. Um, yeah, Gilbert Burns. He's he's more of a conventional fighter, but man, he's he's got power and he's freaking beast on the ground. Which is, it's like a chess match once it goes down there. But uh, yeah, I, I think Thompson with his uh defensive wrestling and he keeps it standing, and um, yeah, I think I think uh, his uh, more defensive based strategy would uh, trump Burns here. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, like Rowan said, your defense is your offense, right? So if you're a counter striker like Thompson, you know, you may not be making the first move and you may not be the one moving forward, but you know, the key is to punish your opponent for the slip-ups, right? And Thompson's excellent mm-hmm. at that.
0: Yeah, great counter striker.
4: So that, you guys would go for Thompson?
0: Yeah. I'm saying Thompson by, uh, yeah. UD, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Burns is too tough uh, to put away. I think Thompson is more of the volume, you know, pour it on fighter as opposed to the big single knockout. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, his his takedown defense, his ability to keep the fight standing, is that is going to be the big thing.
4: Nice, nice. Well, I'm I'm uh, interested to to see the results of that one for sure. Sure, it'll be good. Be good.
0: Uh, yeah, let's uh, move on into er, the main event here. Back to these two big boys, Dustin. Dustin Poirier. He's he's the biggest boy at one fifty five. He's almost like Burns at welterweight. Yeah. He, when he uh, <laughs> when he comes in on fight day.
1: Yeah, he looks big. He's a big boy. He's got one of those square, rectangular shaped bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He actually yeah. used to be uh, pretty fat, and uh, when when he met his uh, wife, and uh, yeah, they both uh, they both dieted down together and became trim. So good on them.
4: Speaking of that, I, I, I let me know if you guys feel uncomfortable because we're talking about men's bodies. But uh, <laughs> what I noticed with uh, like athletes and stuff, like if you're an athlete, athlete, you actually have yeah. more of a square build. In terms of your, your physique, like your obliques, they're a little bit more popped out and whatnot. Yeah. And um, everything seems a little bit more even versus like the Hollywood body where it's a little, bit, they, they go for that V look, right? They it's go, they go heavy. for like a Thor body, right? They, they uh, start yeah. to slim down near the waist. So yeah. those athletes or whoever has that kind of body, like the the square type of upper body, those guys I'm scared of. Like you you have <laughs> yeah. muscles everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the kind of shape you get when you have everything worked in, right? And not just, like, prioritizing, you know, this day is the legs or this day is that. When mm. every day, you know, you're, you're working everything, right? There's no, there's no weak areas. For sure. Because, like, MMA, sure. you know, from standing and striking to being on the ground and grappling offensively, defensively, there's no part of your body that isn't constantly being put to the test, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, between the two, I think Poirier has more of that square build, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. he does. Connor seems mean, to be. I don't know if he's going
4: Hollywood, but yeah, even back then, he seemed kind of a, a little bit more slender. Kind of had that V look. Still, still a more athletic body, but um, in that aspect, I don't know how much categories you guys are doing, like in terms of like, okay, who has the advantage in this? Normally, yeah. that I would uh, go towards. That person who's a little bit more evened out uh portion wise in terms of the uh, the muscles. Yeah. It sounds yeah, so I mean, uncomfortable. I don't know if you guys uh, feel the same way. No, but... doesn't it doesn't, it's
0: all good. No. Fighter but, yeah, is yeah. something okay, fair to enough.
1: Yeah. Because like when yeah. you when you think about uh like DC versus John Jones, John Jones is what, six five and two hundred and five pounds plus six inch reach on his height, whereas DC yeah. is five ten very little difference in his reach, and he's the same weight. So there's okay. like over half a foot between them. And, you know, you look at DC, he just looks like an average guy based on his physique, right? You wouldn't I expect him to dead be body. Of the <laughs> fighters on of all time, yeah, yeah. right? But that's uh, one of those stylistic matchups, because when you're smaller and stockier, you're, you're more grounded, right? You're, For sure. At any rate, more power in a smaller space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something that falls into account. I mean, uh, Dustin and Connor are very similar size, right? They're five eight and five nine. They're both the same weight, similar reach. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think it's just a slightly different shape of the the physique.
4: Maybe they work it, out it, differently. Poirier's a little bit stockier. Yeah, yeah he's a
2: little yeah,
0: okay. he's a thick boy.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's talking about moving up a weight class after a couple more fights. He it's getting hard to cut to lightweight for him. <laughs> he used yeah. to be a featherweight.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh who has uh, let me ask you guys this uh who okay so Connor's a striker, right? Is po- what's Poirier's uh style? He's he's straight
0: all straight up stuff. MMA. Uh, uh, but yeah. yeah, he prefers What football. does that mean?
4: He's, like,
1: well-rounded. He can do it all if he needs to. Oh, okay. A little bit of everything. Because that's uh, that's clearly what he's best at.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Red and butter is boxing. Yeah, speaking about his physique, like, when this guy swings punches, it's kind of odd, like, compared to other fighters who, like, duck with their punches or, like, dart left or right. Dustin does it, too, but it's, like, he's really stands and sits down once he starts throwing bombs like he just twists his entire torso with his with his arm and his his head doesn't move for, mo- for the most part and yeah it just, it's it's so weird and his body's so thick it's delivers so much power <laughs>
1: yeah he's he's very pretty good amazing at, uh putting his body weight behind his power and it's mm-hmm. different from Connor, too, right? Because when Connor punches, you can see a full extension from the far back to the far forward, and it's a full strike. Yeah, he strike, tries to right? snipe. So yeah. yeah, he literally snipes it, whereas Poirier's boxing style is just like swanging and banging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a hammer forward. It's
4: awkward lean, lean to it, right? You need to yeah. make a t shirt called Swanging and Banging.
0: Oh, it's been done. <laughs> oh, nice. There's, there's Lewis's thing. Oh, that's cool. Speaking of uh, bodies, have you ever heard of a fighter in, uh, named Dan Henderson? Please? No, no. Yeah, so this guy. Is he a new guy a... or OG? Oh, he's an OG. Uh, yeah, he had this thing called the H bomb, his right hand, the most dangerous weapon. Even though he was a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, his body was a uh, weird too. Apparently, he had a massage therapist for after uh, for his camps and. Uh, the guy said to, I think, Joe Rogan or Joe Rogan heard that this guy said that massaging uh, Dan Henderson is like massaging a piece of wood, just like it didn't make sense. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are
4: <laughs> <scripts>. <laughs> Jesus. Like
0: Holy fuck. Yeah. Now, um, but speaking
4: of bodies too, like, okay, so this is another type of body, and I call it the Anderson Silva body where it's like, he has no definition, he has like, uh, <laughs> like, whatever
0: but Straight regular,
4: it, dude. The regular shaped dude but then like he his stamina is like crazy he can last pretty much he can outlast like pretty much everybody so like yeah. maybe a more cardio focused body uh in that sense like what how do you guys compare that to a body like uh um what's his name uh, uh the one who's fighting Connor. oh dustin yeah dustin yeah so like compare those two uh and and I don't know if you guys favor one or the other. Depends on the fight. Depends on the opponent.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Anderson, he had great counter ability. He had great ability to read his opponents, knowing. So he was a defensive fighter. Before he did them. Uh, kind of. Like, yeah, for the most part, he was pretty defensive. But yeah, it was, was kind of like. Very counter-y. Yeah. Nice, he, nice. he. He would always prod you and uh, work off your mistakes. So hmm. yeah, it worked out, even if he wasn't the most muscle-bound man. Uh, he did have length. He's a pretty big uh, guy for his weight class at the time. Now there's yeah. even bigger monsters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, Silva, a... Silva's no, kind no, of Good. Same, go
1: same conversation as Penn, where they, they literally had so much physical talent, physical ability, just, just baseline, right? They're just, you know, their frame, their physique, just they like genetic lottery almost and they they lucked out with you know a body that could just do whatever you wanted it to <laughs> right yeah. they, they obviously put the hours in they put the training in but it's not like connor where he sculpted his body to the point where every muscle is defined right yeah. a lot of just, uh you know just intelligence right they were like silva's just an intelligent fighter bj yeah. Penn hasn't been doing well lately but during his reign he was never cut or jacked or anything like that mm-hmm. he was just a physical phenomenon, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the yep. that was the same for Anderson, but I mean, stylistically, Anderson just had all the tools.
0: Yeah, a lot of X-Factors.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I would, uh,
4: yeah, like if, say, if I had to pick, like, a, a fighting style, if I were ever to go in, I, I would prefer I I get, like, I, I bring it back to Smash, like, I I would rather just, like, build on my, obviously work on my strength as well, but, like, just build on my cardio so I can outlast the opponent uh wait for them to strike, and I'll counter at and then I mean if you mix that with just studying the opponent and uh, like whatever their their um it's almost like studying their game tape and all that stuff if it ever goes down to decision and um it's, say you have the uh, cardio uh, advantage and you know the counter strikes even if you if you Get less shots in, like that's that's probably why he was like, successful as he was,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of this fight, too. The Dustin Connor fight mm-hmm. because Connor, Connor, you know, he's he's as fast and accurate as any fighter's ever been in the UFC with a single uh-huh. shot, probably faster and more accurate than Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. But well, the thing well. is, to, in order to do that, you know, you need to expend a lot of energy with a single shot, and if you miss. Mm-hmm. You immediately, you know, took a chunk out of your gas tank.
0: So like Or bit... if the guy you're hitting is durable like Dustin yeah. at one fifty five, he can he can eat some shots. Yeah. He like if
1: uh, it's a risk reward, right? Like uh everyone or not everyone, I guess the majority think if this fight's gonna go either way, it'll be Connor early by knockout, or Poirier after round two.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah,
1: I see. Because like, it's not that Conor has... Gotta get
3: a, him out of there early.
1: Yeah, Conor doesn't have a bad gas tank or anything. It's just stylistically his fight demands output, right?
3: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Is he the it's Mike like Tyson of the MMA?
1: Called? No, no, that's, uh, that's probably... I'd say it's Francis. Yeah, it's Francis <laughs> and Ganu.
0: Francis gave him the belt so he can wear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's crazy. You just those type yeah. of fighters
4: like you gotta you gotta try to outlast them and not not get caught early otherwise i you're
0: guess pretty at much some done. point in his career he was kind of like mike tyson for for his notoriety and the way he yeah. was finishing people but that was at featherweight i feel like he's just fallen in the line at at 155 lightweight
2: yeah it's just it's just
0: all to connor it's just you you probably could have done more at featherweight because 155 is the rank board from top down, all those guys can beat each other. It's like, who's going to have the better day on the, on the day of the fight?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like with his, his fighting style too, at 145, at 5'9", he was pretty big. So you don't need to yeah. put as much on your punches to do the damage. And with his mm-hmm. style of like... Reaching, big hands, <laughs> yeah, He definitely had the height and reach advantage. Right? He had the size advantage. He didn't have to put mm-hmm. as much behind to do as much damage. Whereas Lightweight you get up here, every guy is two, three, maybe four inches taller than the division below, and everyone, you know, is suffering less from the weight cut. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, you're carrying more weight. You know, it's, it's just, I don't think his punches carry as much power as they did.
4: Yeah, so when I think- he first started, I, this might be an obvious answer, but has he, has he gained weight in his career, or has he tried to lose weight?
1: When when he was at 145, he was very thin. Like, uh, uh, not quite Anderson Silva, you know, where there's no definition. He was very defined, very toned all around, but that Mm -hmm. was during his mid 20s.
0: And you know how. He killed himself to make that weight.
1: Yeah, he he was going through the weight cut, but he was absolutely destroying people.
0: I (laughs) I remember the.
4: (laughs) Brother, I think it was you that sent me, like, a side by side of, like, when he was, like, uh happily like i guess or portionally weighted and then the side or like the before and after oh, one looked like really 45. skeletor is that the one? Yeah, you're talking about david? yeah
0: that's when he used to fight at featherweight david yeah. is that what
4: you're talking about when he like was really skeletor
0: yeah yeah and when oh, he okay, came okay. To the fight he
1: he didn't look as defined whereas now you know he fights 10 pounds up and he's even fought at 170 before right twice or th- i think
3: mm-hmm.
1: so he's put on a lot of weight or muscle mass to make 170 or a fight there comfortably. And now he's trying to resettle into 155.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Okay. He so he did, was just uh, eating salads and he said he, he, he his training partners. He sees them eating steaks and stuff. He wants to join in. So yeah, that's why he moved up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> let me, let me ask you this guys. Like, uh, I don't know if it goes with MMA as well, but uh, I kind of had a feeling with, um with boxing. Okay. So the issue with, a fighter is trying to lose weight and the disadvantages of that if they lose power or speed whatever and then someone who's trying to gain weight and they lose a step or maybe whatever they feel sluggish or something like that yeah. for for MMA like what's the disadvantages and advantages of someone who is mainly a a heavier weight going down and vice versa lighter weight trying to trying to bulk up
1: I think it's mostly the weight cut because uh yeah. Like the you know how you know do you know how weight
4: cutting works? So like if I'm one, if I'm one ninety, I need to get to one
0: seventy five. Yeah, you just cut uh, water weight. Sauna, yeah, I mean and a yeah, like for death, a death, sweat a
1: couple of weeks leading up to the fight, you monitor you know your, what you're eating, what you're drinking, and you your goal is to sweat as much as possible. That way you're literally dehydrating yourself by you know entire percents of your body weight. That way, as soon as you do the weigh in for the next twenty-eight hours until the fight, you have to rehydrate as much as you can. That way overnight you go from weighing in at 155 and then rehydrating to walking in 20, 30 pounds over.
0: Jesus. Yeah. Some guys can do it at 30 uh, with an IV, but no one yeah. can really do that anymore.
1: And that's kind okay. of the conversation, right? You if you cut weight, you're bigger, therefore have more power to swing around. But if you're not cutting weight, you walk in closer to 100%. And that's kind of the trade-off.
0: Cut too much, uh, you're, you're killing yourself even when you hydrate. Yeah. If you don't cut enough, you might be fighting someone who's cutting a little bit and they're bigger than you. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a big uh, seesaw game.
1: Yeah, plus the, the divisions in MMA are much bigger than boxing. They're 10, 15, 20 pounds, whereas mm-hmm. boxing sometimes goes down to 3 pounds, 4 pounds. Per division.
4: Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, oh, yeah that's uh, pretty technical stuff. <laughs> that's that's pretty crazy. Cause like, okay, cause uh, there's this one fight I kind of remembered. Uh, he was signed under Mayweather, and I think he was an undercard to the Mayweather. Uh, Damon, I don't know if you remember watching this. Uh, we were we were at the your your parents' house. Uh, the one before you guys moved to um, uh, Selkirk. Yeah. Uh I think we were watching Conor versus um Mayweather and one of the undercards he was under Mayweather and he I think he took like a 30% uh um hit on his salary cuz he didn't want to do his weigh in yeah. the day of or 24 hours before. Yeah. yeah. And uh I I guess he didn't meet weight way- or cut weight enough or didn't gain yeah. enough weight so he Opted not to get away in, otherwise, I guess the fight wouldn't have gone through.
1: Yeah. Like, how, yeah, how strict to... are
4: those rules when it comes to fights like that?
1: The, the way it usually works is if you can't make weight, they'll usually give your opponent and their team, or I guess first it's the doctors. If the doctors, like, there's this one woman, I forget who it was, but she, uh, she weighed in, and as she was standing on the scale, she physically passed out. Mm-hmm. Because of the dehydration and you know the the weight cut. And then mm-hmm. the doctor called off the fight. So in that situation, you know, it's a doctor decision. Whereas mm-hmm. if you don't make weight, your opponent gets to decide if they want to fight you or not. Because if well,
3: you miss
1: If you miss weight by one pound, maybe your opponent thinks, okay, maybe it was just an accident and they didn't come in close enough. But if you miss weight by 10-15 pounds, which has happened before, you know, mm-hmm. the, the guy who made weight isn't going to want to fight because he knows for a fact the opponent's walking in at 100%. He didn't cut anything.
3: Yeah. Oh, so uh, I see. It's like I risk see. or
1: reward, right? You're getting 30% of your opponent's pay, but are you, is it worth risking a loss? But at the same time, mm-hmm. you just went through a three month camp to prepare for this fight and you don't want to waste that, right?
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Interesting. All right well, uh, yes, yeah, sorry, sorry to cut this, but uh, coming to the close here. I'm running out of time myself, <laughs> but yeah, oh, I hope oh. I hope uh, you find that interesting about weight cutting, uh, and in a future pod we can uh, elaborate on it, Kuya. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, sorry if I um, uh, went off course here. No, 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 it's all good. I uh, just wanted to hand in the uh, predictions. Uh, did you, Did you want to hand in a prediction, Goya, before
4: uh, we, uh, So, so to... okay. Wait, before we do that, okay, who am I voting for? The who's the defensive guy's name in the in the the co-main event? Oh, uh, Stephen Thompson. Okay, and you guys are going for Thompson as well?
0: <laughs> yes, uh,
4: excuse me. Okay, oh, bless you, by the way. Okay, so we're all going for Thompson. Okay, let's yeah. see here. I mean, I only know da- uh, Connor. Uh, he uh, he was savage first, uh, first round, tried to do a little remix on the second one, and he fucking got rocked. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oof. But then you guys, I'm trusting your guys' judgment that like um, Dustin is. There's no way Dustin's allowing like he's not gonna just let Connor try to walk all over him either, right? So I'm trying to not over overthink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like Connor. He's hilarious. I'm gonna go with Connor. I'm gonna go
0: with Connor.
2: Oh shoot! Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm gonna go with Connor. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You have so a you guys of going?
0: Or are you just gonna pick him as a winner? Was that? Uh, you want to pick a me- method of victory, or you think? Uh, oh. you just want to pick him as a winner.
4: I think it's gonna go to the decision. I think maybe they try early. Maybe he tries early to, to, to try to get the win. I think Ju- uh, Dustin will be prepared for that. And then once Connor mm-hmm. says uh, thinks or sees that, like, oh man, yeah, I, I don't know, his his defenses are, he's prepared for it. I think it'll go to a decision. Okay. And I think Connor nice. will win by decision.
0: Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you guys, Throb?
1: I'm gonna go with Dustin Poirier TKO round four.
0: Round four, goddamn. There you go. Yeah, I'm
3: thinking go.
1: Connor's gonna try to come in and be more economical. But mm-hmm. I think uh, poking each other back and forth is not the game you want to play with Poirier. And I think it's just yeah. <laughs> uh, go
4: his way. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, okay, uh, so we got one for Connor, one for Dustin. The yeah. host of the so, podcast, what you got?
0: <laughs> I gotta, gotta go with Dustin, man. He just he showed that he can hang with Connor and his uh counter striking ability. I don't know uh what different stuff Connor will come out with. Maybe some stuff that uh, he'll hit with Dustin with you know, it's always possible with Connor, but I think Poirier he, he has a good chin at one fifty five. He's gonna survive what Connor has to bring in those first two rounds and yeah, I think he'll probably just get it done in round three. TKO. Should we make a
4: wager on this? Like s- skip for the
0: winner? Oh, no, we don't wager. I, I-, I okay, do a little uh, betting on the side, but yeah. <laughs> We're just <laughs> going to see. Fair yeah, enough. Fair if you enough. Want, uh, we can do the uh, result pod if you want to tune in on there too, and uh, we can talk it over.
4: Yeah, for sure. And a uh, side note too, like we, uh, uh, Damon, um, Alex uh, messaged me not too long ago, and I suggested mm-hmm. to him if you guys wanted to have like a Zoom IAG like, um, reunion or kind of like a hangout, whatever. <laughs> um if you guys want uh, i know it's not the same but uh just thought i'd throw it out there kind of considering the situation
2: yeah good nice stuff, work huh? something out.
0: yeah
4: for sure for yeah, sure. yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have a chat so i'll be down for whatever
0: yeah, yeah we'll work something out yeah sounds good All All right. Right. say hi yeah, to yeah, my yeah.
4: uh, godson for me
0: keith oh yeah, yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out shout out to the little shit <laughs> is that what you're calling him no no no, I'm just joking. Okay. I just do that on the pod <laughs> so that when he's older if he decides to listen to these, he can uh, hear me saying vulgar things about him as a child. He'd <laughs> be oh, like, yeah, "What the heck?" Cheers, bro? What it's
1: on the internet forever now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. Old.
3: Yeah, All right, good.
0: All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, we'll close this up. Uh yeah, I guess uh I guess if you're down, we'll have you in the results pod and uh yeah, good shit, man. Thanks for tuning in, and everybody. Any last words, Throb? Any last words, Guya Uh,
4: was I don't. Uh, okay, I'll ask the next time, or the next time I get uh, I I, I hop on with you guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, Damon, uh, stay safe. Nice talking to you again. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, your family's doing well. And uh, yeah, uh, brother, always good talking to you.
0: Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, see you guys on the next pod, and yeah, man, stay. Uh, what was what's that thing you say, Damon?
1: Something about uh, pride and prejudice. Beautiful, I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> pride and <laughs> uh, I don't know. But
0: all right, good guys. Out. <laughs> <laughs> good shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, yeah. See y'all around and respect, y'all. Peace. Connect. Take care. Hey, thank you so much for listening in on today's episode of the respect MMA podcast. If you'd like to connect with me and discuss your own responses over anything MMA-related, come follow my Instagram or Twitter at pod And for those of you listening in via YouTube, remember to hit that like and subscribe button to show some continued love and support. Appreciation to you, and tune on in the next episode. Much respect